the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. A story that just bothers me to no end is part of a theme that shows the country is falling apart. It's because good people don't have the courage to defend people that need to be defended. Instead, it is nothing more than a power struggle, and that is what we have seen with this entire trans nonsense craze that has swept the nation. I remember growing up where there were insistent arguments that female sports must be protected and women must be empowered. Now that's not the case. Now predatory, sick, mentally deluded men who have, let's just say, a fetish for dressing up like women are allowed to expose themselves to other women, and we're supposed to act as if this is progress and wonderful and normal. It's not. It's cruel, it's wrong, and it's demented. And it requires courage to say that. And someone who does have a lot of courage is somebody who has been speaking out to a great personal cost to her own comfort and safety, but she certainly has allies here on this program. And she's terrific. It is Riley Gaines. She is a swim, swimmer from the University of Kentucky. And she was actually deleted from Twitter for saying there are only two sexes. Of course, that is a hate crime. She's a spokesperson with the Independent Women's Forum. And she has been sharing some news about the freak, Mr. Thomas, who should be arrested for voyeurism because of what he did to other women. Riley, thank you for joining the program. Thank you for your courage. Tell us about the news that you've made the last week about Mr. Thomas. Yeah, so I actually got sent Leah Thomas's um, girlfriend slash boyfriend. It's a very interesting dynamic. Um, Of course, Leah Thomas is a male transitioning to a female. Um, Leah is also dating another male transitioning to female. So in theory, well, in reality, this is two men, but they consider themselves lesbians. Um, So very interesting. But someone actually sent me um, Leah's partner's Instagram page. Um, And so I had a quick, quick look through all of this stuff. And I knew, of course, what the NCAA um, perpetrated in allowing us as female athletes to share this locker room space was bad. But when you did a deep dive on who Leah Thomas is as a person and what their own personal motives are. It makes what happened 10 times worse. The NCAA allowed us as female athletes to not even just allowed, they, they encourage us as female athletes to participate in Leah Thomas's sexual arousement and Leah Thomas's fetish. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, you said that you had to change I mean, Mr. Thomas would be naked around all of you. And what was the scenario? You guys were competing against him in the NCAA championship, right? 
Yes, it was our NCAA championships um, out of nowhere my senior year. And again, I graduated from the University of Kentucky. Out of nowhere, this person starts leading the nation in multiple events by multiple seconds. Um, and I'd never heard of this person before, which is a bit bizarre considering most top tier athletes know each other. Um, it was very quick for us to find out that this was uh, prior to Leah swimming in the women's category. This was Will, and he swam three years on the men's side at UPenn. Um, the NCAA, three weeks before our championship meet last year, announced that Leah would, in fact, be competing with the women. Um, so we knew what the competition piece would look like, but we had no idea we would be sharing a changing space with someone who was fully intact with male genitalia. And so that obviously made all of you uncomfortable. I just have to ask your fellow female competitors, did anyone say, hey, there's a naked man in our locker room? Like, why, why was this tolerated? Why did you put up with this? We talked amongst ourselves and we knew it was wrong. Of course, we all felt extremely uncomfortable. Some of us have felt traumatized. Um, there were several girls who were put in that position who were victims of prior sexual assault. Mm -hmm. And so to be in that triggering environment where you are exposed to male parts while you're undressing, um, that was an extremely traumatic experience for some. And so we talked amongst ourselves and we talked to our coaches, but there was no one going very public with this. And so when this happened, I immediately went to the NCAA officials and said, hey, how is this allowed? Who put these guidelines in place that allowed this. And their response to me was that the locker rooms are actually unisex, which meant that any man, not even a self-identifying woman, could have walked into our locker room. Um, a coach, anyone of the officials who was a male, they were putting us, or they were allowing men to change in the locker room at the expense of us as women and the expense of our feelings, our mental health and our identity. Um, which, of course, goes against everything that, like you said, these people who claim to fight for women's rights, this goes against everything that they have fought for. Um, to be subjected to that by people who were supposed to protect you was just this feeling of, of course, utter shock. But honestly, it was a feeling of heartbreak. I mean, these people are sick. And yeah. I, I don't say that lightly. The NCAA is a perverted organization. They platformed a biological male who won a national championship and then was allowed in incredibly disturbing detail to be around you and your fellow competitors. And again, I, I blame the, the decline of American men. This never should have been, you know, you should have, someone should have just uh, took care of it the way we used to took care, take care of things in the 1950s or 60s. But, you know, as you have have testosterone rates go down and men start acting like women and they don't do anything, then, hey, who's to, who's to say? You're going to—look, there are a lot of sick people in the world, unfortunately, and without the strength to go against them, the, complete, the country's going to completely, totally fall apart. So I have to ask you, Riley, amongst your fellow competitors and other people, is there—I mean, what, what's the opinion— of Thomas, first, of course, from the competition standpoint, it's not fair, but you know, obviously, that doesn't exist. Are, are, are people like fired up about this that are that are competitors? I just absolutely okay. So tell me absolutely. more about that. I can tell you how, just based off the conversations I've had from people at that meet, including parents at that meet who had to sit and watch this and know that their daughters were changing in the locker room with the man. Ninety-nine percent of people share the same opinion as you and I. 
Um, these girls, especially the girls who fall in the age range of 18 to 22 and are still competitively swimming, they're terrified to use their name and their voice and their face for this issue. Um, a lot of these girls just hearing their stories about what their universities are doing to silence them. I mean, obviously this is an issue within fairness and competition, but this translates far beyond that. Yes, it does. This is an issue of freedom of speech. What these universities are doing to these female athletes is, I mean, it's criminal. Talking to Leah Thomas's teammates, I've talked to several of them um, to great lengths. Uh, one of them was filling me in on <laughs> what they went through. Every week they had to go to LGBTQ mandatory meetings. Um, when they sent an email to their university expressing their concern of the locker room, their university emailed back, and, and I swear I have a screenshot of this. I, I can't even believe this is in writing. But their university emailed back and said, if you feel uncomfortable seeing male genitalia, here are some counseling resources that you should see. <laughs> So they made these poor 18 to 22 year old girls feel crazy for being uncomfortable in a situation where they're undressing and a male is watching. Um, they were told their school has made their stance for them. They were told that they will never get into grad school. They will never get a job. All of these terrible, awful things that force them into silence and that quite frankly aren't true. Um, since I've become public with my stance and with so many other stance, it has been opportunity after opportunity, and I have been backed by so much support. I mean, tenfold than compared to anything negative, which I think shows how the true majority of this country and really how this world feels about this topic in particular. Yeah, I mean, look, Thomas should be institutionalized and should be given some help, obviously. Uh, you should not be exposing yourself to other women. You're a freak. You're a voyeur. It, sh it should be illegal. Okay, and by the way, we know through some of his social media postings that th that his girlfriend has a fetish for dressing up like a woman and acting like women and getting people to go along with it. And instead of saying, okay, you have a problem, we're going to get you treatment, we're going to get you, you know, healed, which is the heart for all of us, right? We pander and we reconfigure all society. We remake all society to indulge in them. And so where we used to d have a belief that women are necessary to be protected. I mean, obviously, it's a moral promise of the West. It's all gone. It sounds it's, like the bare minimum. <laughs> it's all gone. No, instead, we can't define what a woman is. And instead, women, instead, men who, again, I want to reinforce this. Thomas needs help. Thomas Absolutely. needs help. This is a broken Absolutely. person with some probably chemical imbalances and probably childhood trauma that has been undiagnosed or not taken seriously. And instead, instead of giving that sort of healing treatment that is obviously out there, we are now saying other people must suffer because you have a lot of problems. Absolutely. You're exactly right. It just feels like we are simply here to validate these, this dysphoria, this mental illness of that, of a male, um, which of course, when talking about title nine, this goes against, everything Title IX was created to protect. Obviously, it was supposed to instill equal opportunities for women. Um, but when we allow men, especially men with this dysphoria, to infiltrate back into our yes, sport. Yes, that's right. You said it perfectly. You said we allow. That's exactly right. For all parents out there, me being one of them, for the adults out there, we can't put up with this anymore. I don't care what they call you. I don't care what it takes. Draw the line and say we are not going to allow freaks 
around our daughters, period. I don't care what they do. Where are the men out there? Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.